Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Back here on the show, State Representative Mike Sparks joining us uh, as well, somewhere between here in Kansas City, I guess. I don't know. That kind of narrows it down, doesn't it? Yeah, we're, we're out here just kind of touring a few of these small areas of, of I guess it'd be Dixon and Bucks North, not, no, Bucks North, was it Hohenwald, um, Charlotte, Tennessee, and White Bluff, and some other little areas. We come out here, visited um, Montgomery Bell State Park. It's a beautiful area. If anyone hadn't ever been out here, they've really upgraded. Uh, the state's been investing a lot in renovating these state parks and your Horton is getting an upgrade as well so if anybody anybody's looking for a little staycation just pop in over here at montgomery bell right here off outside of dixon dixon's got a lot of a lot of things to do i was a little surprised this is the third time i think we've come out here the past couple of years but um a lot to do over here in this in this uh small town come out here to charlotte um didn't realize the the history that's out here i think it's the oldest courthouse in the state of tennessee that's still they're still standing, and um, a lot of markers about forest out here. I was a little surprised about the some of the history of the Civil War battles. I didn't realize some of this that was fought out up in this area, so it was pretty intriguing to read some of those markers while they're still standing, which that's a whole other topic of for another show, I guess. Doing a little history tour then, huh? It, it really it is. You know, um, uh, hit some little antique shops my wife likes to visit that kind of stuff you know but um there really is a lot to do and you know i run into somebody that i've never traveled natchez trace parkway and we had we had traveled that and uh beautiful area and uh stopped and i seen some um we were going to tour this little i guess it was a home of a man that run a ferry over there and i seen a lady and her husband i noticed the tag said louisiana on the license plate and she had a shirt on that said um in God, in God, we no one nation under God. And I just told her, I said, you know, there's probably going to come a day where you can't wear that shirt, ma'am. And she kind of looked at me, kind of funny. I said, you, you may be charged with a hate crime having that little shirt on. And I said, I know it sounds odd, but some of the things I'm seeing alarms me. But we got talking about, you know, history and how much history that's up here in Tennessee. And that's why they were here. You know, they were just towards some of the battlefields and. They come up Broadway. They were a little disappointed with, um, I guess, some of the, you know, uh, uh, things going in downtown Nashville right now. So they were just visiting some battlefields and checking out Natchez Trace. And I told them to keep spending their money up here because Tennessee tourism is a $22 billion industry. A lot of that tax dollars help fund our schools, infrastructure. And um, uh, so, you know, it's an opportunity to stay, stay here instead of going to Florida and other areas on vacation. Just stay in Tennessee, visit our state parks. Yeah, so I mean, maybe somebody's looking for something to do. Since you've got Felicia with you, did you actually rent a car or something? Because that ugly thing that you drive, I wouldn't be seen with you. <laughs> well, you know what happened to us yesterday? Uh, my, I left the headlights on, and um, I don't know why I had the headlights on. I guess you know, driving these little back roads, having headlights on. and Well, the car started acting up, and... Um, and I thought, I just changed my paradigm. I thought, well, I'm on an adventure. Car's breaking down. What do I do? 
And um, and I just I seen a little battery light come on the car, and um, I felt like this power steering unit was acting up on this car, and and um, just luckily I had a couple of tools, and my battery's under warranty. I went over to Walmart over, and they swapped my battery out for me. Thank God, and um, got me another battery, and um, you know, set me back about an hour and a half worth of time. I told my wife, I said, just look at it like it's an adventure, an adventure at Walmart. So. You know, it change a paradigm, not get too upset, but um, it's making. I mean, hey, these these little Toyotas, these are some of the best cars ever built. You know. Well, I'm and, sure um, she knows every time she goes with you, it's an adventure. So. <laughs> it is an adventure, no <laughs> doubt. You know, but um, but anyways, uh, I appreciate the guests being up there that you've got, and um, uh, and I appreciate WGNS honoring Sally Walls um last week you well know, i was going to ask you about that uh before we we talked about jefferson pike here because that's kind of where we're going to go uh with our conversation but sally um passed away and uh, of course for those who may remember the name but not not understand exactly that was major wall's wife correct yeah major walls and and one thing about the media and you know and wgns as well y'all have been good to the omni y'all been good to major walls you know he was at pearl harbor when it was bombed he Gave many a young man their first jobs. I mean, even Bill Mayor Ketchin worked work for him. Uh, Trish Nash, I think, worked over there at the, as a lifeguard. I think at the old Smyrna Country Club. A lot of people don't realize we had a country club. It was the old officers, uh, uh, you know, area and um, pool and all. A lot of childhood memories over there. But Sally, take the neighborhood, including me, to the country club to swim. Took us out to eat because my family, you know, we had no money. We we had a nice home, but we had. My mom was raising five of us, and um, so Sally gave us a lot of opportunity. But I got to speak at her funeral, me and Bill Jordan, who used to be a commissioner with her when she was um, a commissioner for the for the town of Smyrna. A lot of folks don't really realize that she was a trailblazer as a as a female. Um, I remember her, um, Major Wall, she was going to go to the police academy. You know, back in 1979, we, we, women just didn't do things like that. And he built a little old... Uh, like like a obstacle course for her to train and she was a little on the heavy side and um and she would climb out wall and as a little 10 year old 11 year old however it was i i would i would watch her and be like wow look at her just an overcomer you know you hear that that song called overcomer man she was an overcomer she went back to school you know empty a shoe and um for a uh, first female police officer in Smyrna, I, I don't know about the county. I meant to ask Truman Jones. Maybe Truman could talk about her um, uh, sometime on his show. Uh, but she was first female police chief. But the chief was in the crowd, Bill Culberson, her family. So, you know, just want to, you know, thank WGNS and you, Brian, for doing that nice article. So it was a real honor to, to be able to speak at her funeral. Well, I, I know that one of the... Um topics that we have covered on this radio show frequently uh has been jefferson pike and i would guess that um that has been something since you have served uh, on the county commission and served in the state legislature that's been something that has been a hot topic for smyrna residents well it has you know um you know i've, I've my wife and i've owned two businesses on there um, you know we named that road ernie john's memorial highway for a mile um the signs in front of ernie's house ernie is a uh, was a or county historian in fact i got to speak before the governor of the day about about monuments and and history and i mentioned ernie 
because uh, Ernie taught me a lot and taught a lot of people. Um, but his son was in a bad car wreck right in front of my car business. I mean, a UPS truck stopped. I don't know why the UPS wants to stop in the middle of Jefferson Pike. And I remember I just bought that property, and me and Barry Barrett, if you remember Barrett, well, he's probably your cousin, I guess, Brian. Barry Barrett had the golf course, and I was helping him on some aerial mapping of that area, you know, and I happened to have um, some CDs with aerial maps, and at the time I was doing some commercial real estate, and, and all of a sudden I hear this cub pow, and, and uh, it was Greg Johns hit the back of the UPS truck doing about 50, I guess, 45, 50. It knocked him out, and um, luckily he, you know, survived, but it tossed that UPS truck about 20 feet over into the ditch. And um, so I've seen countless wrecks. You know, we even we even produced a film if, if, or a news thing. If anybody wants to go to YouTube, type in Jefferson Pike, um, uh, Smyrna, it should pop up. Um, Jenny Williams owns Gills Ace Hardware was uh, in the video. But ironically, you know, I happened to come from Lebanon, and I come up on that fatality, and I knew uh, it was in front of David's house, David uh, Williams, Jenny's husband, and Andy Miller was out there, Sergeant Miller, and um, I knew the young man that was, he says his wife was in a wreck, Laura uh, Jane, she hung out with my boys, but uh, another little girl was killed. Um, but that's what led WKRN to come out there and do the news story, which helped lead to get that road funded. Because I think the film, I think the the radio or the news clip with WKRN, Dot had to watch it, Smyrna officials watched it, we played it to where you hear Mr. Um, John Phillips talk about his son being killed in that road, and his son had just graduated high school, valedictorian. And it's a very moving uh, news clip if you listen to it. And, um, uh, and it, and, you know, we got it, we've got it. The, the, fu- the funding is there. We're hoping to, to, uh, get some dozers out there the next few months. This COVID has set everything back for a little bit, but, um, but it's, it, it's funded, you know, Keith's been a big part of that. Keith Bratcher and with, um, I know they're working on Mona and Keith kind of helped me when we got those improvements at Mona and Jefferson Pike, those safety lights that were out there. Keith's been a big part of an advocate for that for that road uh, so i want to thank keith and bratcher and and mark lee and bill ketron and charlie Baum and don white and brian terry and others uh, joe carr that have kind of paved the way if i can use that pun to get that road widened hey um let's uh let, let's bring in mark and keith here uh they're they're in studio with us while you're out gallivanting and um uh, and they they said thanks by the way for being out but uh no they, <laughs> yeah. just kidding uh i find it interesting i i'm just I, i'm kind of from the outside looking in on this but i find it interesting how and keith and marky either one of you kind of maybe talk about this but there are county roads, there are roads that are in the city, there are state roads, there are federal highways, and, and but most people just drive them because they're roads and don't know the difference in all of the, the working together on those things that it takes. And I mention this because I live in the county with the city right across the street intersecting a state highway. And it's like it's it seems like 
sometimes the buck gets passed from one to the other to the other on on some improvements that need to be made there but but that's just um you know i think people just drive roads and don't understand so kind of tell us what the what the road board does and i'll let both of you kind of uh, tackle this keith you want to go first okay. on that sure um well uh the road board uh basically we um monitor and uh, approve the budget for the highway department uh back several years ago we did create a uh, part of it's called it's public works and they're housed in the same at the highway department but they uh, there's separate employees do different things uh, you take the highway department they they're took uh, paving roads uh, signage all that uh, public works they take care of the uh, the roadside drainage part of it so uh, but you're talking about uh, CD County roads um, state roads i mean it's just like you know my district i have state routes yeah uh, jefferson pike being one of them uh have all kinds of uh uh county roads we have a i think we have a really good working relationship with the city of murfreesboro smyrna uh, so when we do have um roads that um that are inside the city limits or that intersect just like you say and with the state i mean we have a we have a good working relationship with tdot and um, just like uh, you're talking about Jefferson Pike, I know uh, when I first got on the road board in '02, we started talking about Jefferson Pike. And uh, I think at one time we were just talking, give, throwing out some numbers earlier. I think the total project from Smyrna to Las Casas at the time was estimated about $50 million. I think today... Or 18 years later, and you say, well, dang, it's taken 18 years to get that part done. But there is some projects that's come that's kind of, they, you know, the state put before Jefferson Pike, you know. And, well, and, and things frog, uh, you know, leapfrog it, you know, as they come it, about. It yeah. has. And uh, so, and then there's been just other things. And people, a lot of people don't realize, even when you start a project like that, you know, trying to do uh, buy the property, you know, and get land equation and stuff like that, it takes some time. Then if you have someone that don't want to, you know, you have to do uh, condemnation. So it, it can take a lot of time to do it. But anyway, I think with this first leg, I think we're coming from Smyrna to 840 Bridge. I think that's right, Mike. But Yes, sir. Uh -huh. and, uh, and I think that just that leg alone is estimated about $52 million. Wow! So uh, eighteen could, years ago, you could have done the whole thing. That's right, for about fifty million. <laughs> if you had the fifty million, that's right. Mark, um, I, I find it in my point about what I said just a second ago is there are not every road. Do you have any say or pull or able to do anything about? I, I guess it was kind of my point about that. Uh, Jefferson Pike would be one of those. I mean, that's that's all controlled by the state. That's right. Um, you know, there's a lot of planning that goes into a road such as Jefferson Pike, even our local roads, they take a long time to ever get to the point where you're ready to con start construction. Mm -hmm. um, you, you start with an advanced planning report, and I don't know about the political side of things, but on the pl advanced planning report, you choose routes and evaluate their feasibility, and then you try to stick with one. Well, over the 18 years, this one has been under planning. Uh, some of those routes have been closed up by development or maybe a road has been rerouted and so uh, then when you get to the to the point where you're putting an engineer under contract to design uh, you have to have 
topographic surveys, boundary surveys to locate the property lines that, of people's properties that you're going to be taking. Um, and you have to do appraisals for those properties. Um, you, uh, you have to design the drainage, uh, any utilities that are, uh, would be part of the construction. Uh, you have to coordinate with utility companies such as Consolidated Uti Utility District, Metal Tennessee Electric, uh, the phone company. Um, At some point in there, I guess you have to buy property too, don't you? You do. Yeah, you want to secure that property before the route that you settled on. Yeah, uh, I guess that's got to be one of the first things because you don't want to design something and then you're unable to get the property or something. Right. Um, and then uh, even um, the route location, uh, I mean, it could change the price of the, uh, the project. You know, people say, well, I don't want them coming across my property. But when you look at maybe the option would be to cross a river two times. Mm. Uh, that would be really expensive. Or cross a, a creek three times. Uh, you want to keep the bridges down to a minimum amount if you can. Um, but there's a lot of factors. I mean, people's, um, when, you, when you're dealing with people and their property, uh, you know, that's worth considering. But you also have to consider the community as a whole and what is best for the community, not just for a property owner, but uh, even when you uh, let the contract and you start construction, things are still not over because sometimes they're still negotiating the, mm. the price of those tracts of land. And uh, uh, you have the, the contractor has to coordinate with utilities. And sometimes you'll see a road that's been under construction for a number of years. Um, and you can think of many around Murfreesboro that had uh, Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Um, and you ask, why does it take so long to build a road? It's not the contractor. It is not the contractor. Well, you know, and I think that's some uh, of the frustration that people have, Mike. I know that I remember getting um, some information or, uh, you know, when you've run for re-election and part of it has been, well, Mike hasn't really done a whole lot to uh, push and promote Jefferson Pike. I know that's one of the things yeah. that you've had to defend out there. But part of oh, that, yeah. part of that is just because the, the the wheels on this, if you pardon the pun, just move slowly sometimes. Yeah. Well, you know that old adage: haters are going to hate. You know, you've got people that are. That's one thing about your guests that I like. They've got a servant's heart. And uh, uh, and one thing I want to brag on is a guy is uh, uh is is Brian Hercules and the town manager of Smyrna. You know we've got more road projects under construction in Smyrna right now than the history of Smyrna, and I would probably dare say the entire county right now. Uh, and you know we've got more investment the past eight years in my community than than we've ever have. You know we've got the new Motlow, thirty million dollar expansion, uh, the new forty million dollar Nissan T Cat over there. And um, uh, but haters are going to hate. And and really, what's kind of cool when you're in politics, because Mark mentioned political side. Really, what what I like, it, it's it's like David in the Bible. David ran at the battle. He ran at the battle. And I I wouldn't have made that video if it wasn't for haters. And so I I want to thank the haters for hating because that's what made me make the video. You know, and and speaking of video, you know, I've been go back to school and learn journalism and. Uh, one video you ought to watch is one I made about Keith Bratcher. His last day on the job as a Murfreesboro firefighter, I think it's awesome. I mean, it's a little amateurish, but it's Keith on the last day of job. Just type in um, Murfreesboro Fire Fire Department Keith Bratcher, 
But those guys have servants' hearts. You're not it saying that his, his firefighting was amateurish or anything. Though, <laughs> no, no. No, okay. no yeah. my video was. Yeah. <laughs> but my instructor at, at, at MTSU, he says, uh, uh, Dan Eschenfelder, I, I had to pitch something to him. And I said, hey, man, let, let me let me cover this guy's last day on, on the job. After 34 years, and, it, and it's, it's a good video, even if I do say so myself. But, you know, those guys have a heart to serve. I don't see no pride out of them. I don't say, like, don't you know who I am? I'm road board member Keith Bradshaw, Mark, Mark Lee. I don't see that. And people have to communicate. I mean, my wife and I, we've been married 31 years. We communicate. Now, sometimes she don't like my communication style. You know, I try to keep my patience. But the thing about Jefferson Pike, I rode that as a kid, um, going out to Walter Hill swimming because there was nothing to do back in the day. Paul Deggs, the chief engineer, chief uh, engineer with, with TDOT's road dad, um, we would jump those hills. And anybody that's been around Rough County a long time, they've done the same thing. They just may not admit it on WCNS. But we've been talking about that for years. But one thing, let me tell you how passionate Keith Bradshaw is. Ed Joker called me up one day. I was uh, I was vice chairman of transportation at the time. And he was like, Mike, man, this road out here is so nasty and dirty. There's mud everywhere in front of the landfill. And I'll talk about synchronicity, weird God wink moments, and so I just took a drive out there. Keith's persistent. I mean, he'll he'll bug you, and I'm not saying it to be mean, but he stays on it. Like, um, what's it called? A duck on a June bug, something like that. They say in Walter Hill. So I drove out there, and I see the street sweeper machine. So I go up at the street sweeper. I'm like, man, how often are you out here cleaning this road? He said, I'm out here every day, and I see a truck on the side of the road with a hole in the windshield. And I'm like, what's up with that truck over there? And the guy says, um, I don't know. Go talk to the manager. So I pulled up over. I didn't think much about it. I'm there to check on the road, being clean. And this guy hollers at me. It's Brian Galford. Went to high school with him. Brian said, hey, Sparks, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, man. And he had a big old cut on his neck. They were waiting on the ambulance. He was bleeding, but he wasn't bleeding profusely, just, just bleeding. And I said, man, what happened? He said, man, a rock came off a truck right in the middle of the landfill entrance, went through his windshield, hit the dash, cracked bent the dash, hit the, hit the steering wheel, Brian, bent the steering wheel, grazed his neck, and then went out the back window. They never could find a rock. Well, needless to say, I'm pretty, like, whoa, excited about, like, what the heck's going on with you? Because we've been talking about this road for all these years. And an uh, ambulance came. I called, um, I think I called Jimmy Hart or Scott Broden or somebody. They did, they did cover it, um, Brian Galford out there. And, and waste management fixed his windshield, fixed his truck, repaired all of it. And they seen on video the guy didn't activate that curtain. You know, that's supposed to activate the curtain when they're on those mounds they run over. They're not supposed to activate the curtain in the middle of the road. And that's what happened. But Keith stayed on this thing, and Mark as well. Um, but check out the video of Jefferson Pike, Smyrna, and Mr. Phillips. He's been on this for years. You know, I prayed with his wife, Joan, and him. You know, and they were upset about the road. That was a few years ago. And so when you hear a mom cry, when a mom is crying, wanting you to push to widen the road, there's nothing that motivates somebody than a than the tears of a mother. There's no no doubt. And, and Keith, Keith and, and Mark, they've, they've heard the same stories, you know. Well, uh, we need to squeeze in a quick break here. I just wanted to let you know, I, I know sometimes it's hard for uh, – 
you some some of you Smyrna folks to understand uh, duck on a June bug. You know the sophistication of the the conversation that we have in Walter Hill. It's just over your head sometimes. But, you know, <laughs> and last guesses too. Last guesses too. You know, <laughs> we'll be right back with our uh, guest, State Representative Mike Sparks, along with Mark Lee and Keith Bratcher from the Rutherford County Road Board in just a second. Who is the real Manny Sethi? Sethi served on the board of trustees of the Massachusetts Medical Society, an organization that supported Obamacare. So liberal, Massachusetts Manny applied for a job in Barack Obama's White House and supported socialized medicine, just like the plan pushed by Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. It gets worse. Massachusetts Manny refused to donate a dollar to Donald Trump's campaign against Hillary Clinton. But Sethi did give money to Liberal Act Blue, helping Nancy Pelosi defeat Republicans and elect a Democratic majority in Congress, pushing government-run health care. Not giving a dollar to Trump while bankrolling Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats. That's the real Manny Sethi. Massachusetts Manny is a liberal elitist. He doesn't share our Tennessee values. That's why President Trump is endorsing conservative Republican Bill Haggerty. I'm Bill Haggerty, candidate for United States Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Team Haggerty. SRM Concrete. With every new day, every sunrise, we build structures that stand the test of time. And upon their foundations are our homes, where we work, where our kids go to school. And with that comes tremendous pride. We don't just make concrete. We build relationships, trust, confidence. We're SRM Concrete. Build with us. This is a paid legal advertisement. I'm attorney John Day. Many lawyers are quick to say that they'll take the insurance company to court for you. But how do you know if the lawyer is an experienced trial attorney? Ask them if they're certified. In order to be certified, you have to have tried a lot of cases, taken a two-day test, and get recommendations from judges and other lawyers. My wife Joy and I are both certified as civil trial specialists, and we're here to help if you've been injured. If you need an injury lawyer, call me at 615-867-9900. Our people, that's the difference. Maples Realty and Auction. I'm Betsy Maples-Taylor with Maples Realty and Auction Company in Murfreesboro. Here's a look at our upcoming auction. Live absolute auction on a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath home in Murfreesboro featuring a two-car garage, formal dining room, large kitchen, sunroom, and bonus room upstairs. Check it out Saturday, July 18th at 10 a.m. More information at maplesrealtyandauction.com. Maples Realty and Auction. Two powerful FM signals, one AM signal, and online at WGNSRadio.com means that you can listen to us anywhere. AM, FM, FM, online. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Back with our guest, uh, State Representative Mike Sparks by phone here with us today. And in studio, Keith Bratcher and Mark Lee with the uh, Rutherford County Road Board. Um, so Mike doesn't dominate the conversation, I'll just turn him off there for a second so we can talk uh, here. Mark, tell me a little bit about what you do in your zone and, and what all that means. Because I think sometimes people maybe get confused with zones, and I live in this commission district, but what does that mean and that kind of thing. So maybe you can help us out with that. All right, Brian. Uh, um, I'm a civil engineer by profession, and I, a couple years ago I decided to run for this road board seat. Um, that was open and 
one of the things that uh, that we do is um, what what I do as a road board member is I drive around my district, and my district is uh, District Seven, which is a school board and road board district for the county. Mm-hmm. And District Seven is made up of district uh, county districts uh, fourteen, nineteen, and twenty, and so that in, that stretches out a pretty good wide area. It includes a lot of Blackman. Uh, it goes up between Interstate 24 and uh, Nashville Highway up to about the Smyrna Line. And then it goes out um, Haynes Drive and Murfreesboro up to, but not including, Walter Hill. Hmm. So it's a pretty wide area. But I do drive the roads. In Basically my... some of the highest uh, growing areas in our county. <laughs> right. So, so I do drive those roads and uh, look on a regular basis look for areas and i can tell you that greg brooks and his crew of about 70 employees does a fantastic job keeping the county roads in good condition it's rare for me to find a pothole but if if i find something or uh, something else that needs to be fixed i can let greg know and he, he may be on it the next day you know what i have found that to be uh interesting about greg uh and and keith you may um comment on that as well but uh back where uh, when i was going to church we had a little water issue and it seemed to be caused by uh, some drainage being clogged up or whatnot and greg told me one time if you ever have any problems just call me gave me a cell phone number so i did and i'm telling you the next day it was out there and they were it was fixed they were they were on it so i mean their response is great oh yeah i just uh I say all the time, just uh, similar to what uh, Mark says, uh, the highway, the uh, Rove County Highway Department, Greg Brooks, his uh, his employees, they do a great job every day um, to keep the uh, roads in Rover County looking good. I, I just tell people all the time, uh, uh, just drive to some of the other counties, surrounding counties, and, uh, and uh, our highway department, our facility, the equipment that the employees have, um, and the the way they take care of business it's we're just we're second to no one so uh, they do a great job every day of um keeping our roads looking good i know a lot of times they'll be out uh paving uh in areas or whatever and i'll get some phone calls from people say hey keith man i appreciate the job you did but i say i you know i'd like to take the credit for that but uh i give credit where it's credit to do and i always say well you know it's the employees of the highway department greg and his crew they i mean they they do a great job like yeah. mark says they do a great job every day Brian? yes uh, one day i received a text message from a constituent and said hey i've got this these this road out here is falling apart now i'm not going to tell you where it where it was mm-hmm. but uh he said this road is falling apart uh is this the city uh, one of the cities or is this part of the county road I, so I said, oh, I'll, I'll find out. And so I sent it to Greg Brooks and told him where it was. And Greg said, uh, that is not the county road. Uh, we don't have any roads in the county that look that bad. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, Mike, I've only got like a minute and a half here or so. Any uh, parting well, comments was, here with our friends? You know, uh, Greg's such a great guy. He really is. And he's, he's not much on conversation. Just saying, Greg, if you listen... But, but I'm going to tell you, that joker is, he is on it, weekly lane. You know, you don't hear about that. You know, they improved that. They even widened it in those areas where those, those, that, that boy got killed years ago. They've improved the bridge. So anybody has been out there knows it's a, it's a great improvement. But, but I just want to thank you, Brian, for having 
um, uh, Mark and, and Keith up and, and thank the employees of the Highway Department, Greg, for doing an awesome job that they do. Well, very good. Uh, guys, I appreciate you coming up. Keith, Mark, it's, it's been a pleasure. And um, anything, anything that we can do to, to help you all out, just let us know. Thank you very much. Thank All you. Right. And, Thank uh, you, Brian. You bet. And uh, I guess our guest again today on WGNS have been uh, Mark Lee and also Keith Bratcher with the Rutherford County Road Board and State Representative Mike Sparks. Don't forget, if you missed part of the show, you can head to WGNSRadio.com, click on Podcast, then Rutherford Issues, and you can listen back to the show also on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Does your home or business need COVID-19 virus cleaning? Hi, I'm Tom Sweat from AmeriCare Services. We're a locally owned company and we specialize in cleaning and disinfecting for the COVID-19 virus. Our EPA registered and approved products are 100% effective at killing COVID-19. To learn more, contact AmeriCare at 893-7111 or on the web at americareservices.com forward slash coronavirus.